0: welcome back to another edition of the show. It is August eighteenth, twenty twenty-one, and we are pumped to be here. Kyle Clemens back joining us once again from Cedar Falls, Iowa, in the Bob Dylan Studios. It's been a, it's been a gr- Kyle, you've been on overnight duty as well. You're not in Ufa, Russia, but you've been staying up all night watching, helping covering the tournament, and it's been a, a blast of a day for the United States, huh?
1: It really has. A couple gold, uh, three gold medals total, two today, and. Women have three in the finals, so this is what it's all about. This is gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been a blast, and I do want to mention that those two world champions today were Missouri Tigers. Um, shout out to my shout out to my um, alma mater. Excited about that, and I mean excited about today's show. How could you not be? Not only she a world champion and Olympic gold medalist just a couple of weeks ago, but one of the brightest personalities and most fun people to chat with. It's Tamira Mensa Stock. Tamira, how are you? i will. well. How are you? Man, I'm awesome. Thanks for joining us. I know you've got to be busy. And we were just talking a minute ago, right? You've won the Oregon, you won ranking tournaments, you've won the world championships, which is all the same people basically that were in your bracket last week or two weeks ago. But this is a way bigger deal in the sense of everything that goes along with it, right? You're like, no, I can handle everything. Oh, wait, maybe I need an agent, <laughs> right? <laughs> How have things changed? Maybe not for you know your day-to-day life. I'm sure you're you're living a, a similar life at home and and not whatnot. But just everything around it, the attention, the shows, the the probably sponsorship opportunities and everything else.
2: Um, I don't know. Like take me being in the airport for example. I have been to the airport four times now, and every single time somebody looked at me and went, "Hey." You're that wrestler. And uh, I thought I thought that was pretty cool. One girl cried, uh, another lady just said, thank you. Uh, the TSA agent was like, can I get a picture with you? And it like, that's something that's been a little different. And when it comes to endorsements, uh, no, I haven't signed anything yet. I'm still looking for that agent. But um, yeah, it, it hasn't really changed, but at the same time I see big things coming my way and I'm extremely happy.
0: Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I've never won a gold medal, but I, I've watched people obviously win. And a lot of times, especially like the post-match or later, it's like, it hasn't sunk in yet. Or maybe even when they're still in Rio or wherever. has It's been a week, two weeks maybe. Uh, has it sunk in?
2: Um, I honestly don't know how to answer that question, but my husband keeps saying,
0: Samira, you're an Olympic
2: gold medalist. <laughs> And I just look at him and go, can you stop? He's like, but it's true. (laughs) So I've definitely got somebody in my corner reminding me. And um, my family who I was with last weekend, they could not keep their lids shut. They just wanted to tell everybody. And uh, I, I keep getting reminders, but at the same time, I'm still me. And like you said earlier, I've wrestled these people all already. So I'm I'm just happy that everybody's noticing that I'm I'm a, a pretty good wrestler and I I greatly appreciate the, the attention that I'm getting but at the same time I'm still me and yeah. God's giving me a bigger platform but it's cool I'm I'm still me <laughs> you
0: you're definitely still you 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 are a goofball the first time we ever got to talk you're still a goofball today and I love that about you um. I, on the wrestling side of things a little bit, do you remember, and you know, just to catch people up, you didn't start, I think, wrestling until 10th grade, um, and the, you won the trials in 15, but you didn't get to go. You made a, a world team in 17, 18, 19. Uh, what was your first international trip as a senior level wrestler? Well, do you remember?
2: I 100% remember. It was uh, a uh, SAVE Olympic wrestling, a SAVE 2020 Olympic wrestling, something like that, where first we went to Greece, and then we went to Spain and that was literally my first international trip ever and it was positively amazing. Uh, Everything was pretty much a blur not because I can't see but because (laughs) I'm just so happy to be there because the way I got there was a trip. Uh my passport actually had got stolen a few years before out of my mom's vehicle. And <laughs> when when Terry had asked me if I wanted to go on the trip and I immediately said yes, they were like, Cool. Do you have a passport? I went, like, No. And we were supposed to be leaving within the day. And so um who was it? It was Catherine. I think it was Catherine shot No. It was Catherine Shy's sister, whose name I can't remember, uh, she flew me out to—or not flew me. She drove me out to Aurora and like waited for, waited with me to get a passport like that that same day, so I could fly out the next day. Wow, <laughs> that was my trip. From the beginning, I already had trouble with travel. From
0: the beginning, <laughs> do you think somewhere there's someone who has a stolen passport who maybe looked at her and was like, "Wait, is..." Is this the other oh, show in the Olympics? I just, I just oh boy, I stole an Olympic <laughs> champ's passport.
2: I don't know. Maybe I hope they look at it. Cause that was the only time my passports got stolen. It got stolen three other
0: times. What? <laughs> now, true. if somebody has a passport stolen once, I'd say, okay, they got it stolen. If somebody tells me they just had a four passports stolen, I'm going to say, are you sure you lose them? No. Okay. No, no. okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, this is the big difference.
2: When, okay, wait. So for sure, for sure, the very first one got stolen, and then the second one, for sure, got stolen because it was in um, it was in Madison where we had World Team Trials, and they took my whole fanny patch. Okay. <laughs> and then after that, I thought the rest got stolen, and then they popped up again, and now I have three passports plus a
0: new one. <laughs> well, congratulations. So,
2: but I thought I thought they were stolen. They
0: were Los Angeles. Yeah, but, but enough about me. That was enough. <laughs> okay, so the the start to your first international trip was uh, interesting enough. What what was it? I think you said Greece and, and maybe there was another place, but Spain. I don't know. And what Spain? Mm-hmm. What were those like? And what were those experiences like for you as a, a, a rookie international, maybe traveler, definitely internet first, you know, rookie international wrestler? So. <laughs>
2: So the first trip was the first trip was Greece and please correct me because I, I can't remember the name to save my life, but we actually got to wrestle in the original Coliseum, like where they had wrestling, and we got to wrestle outside. And I thought that was positively amazing. And I remember Elena Perescova, she wanted me to warm up with her and she like taught me how to massage and like just roll people out. And uh, somebody who's in WCAP right now, I, I like rode the mopeds with him beachside, like all of us rode mopeds, but they didn't trust me to drive. And so like I was like hanging on for dear life, looking at <laughs> the scenery. And um, I don't know, it was, it, was, it was just incredible just to be there and to see where wrestling could take me. And I felt like I wanted to do this again and again and again and again. But I never, I have yet to go back to Greece and I would love to go back, but we just not have, we haven't had an international trip back there since then. And then in Spain, I had a fantastic time. That's where I got to know um, Helen Marulas and, <laughs> and Alyssa Lampy. And Helen could tell you some funny stories, but I don't know if they would exactly be appropriate because she just really got to know how quirky I was. And uh, yeah, we had good times. It's fame. It's <laughs> Elena and Helen definitely told me to put on an invisible burqa because I was doing some things that I didn't know was, I guess, putting me in danger at the time. But like what? now what? I know. What do you mean? Do what were you doing? I was twerking in the hallway uh, in a circle. <laughs> this is before my husband. <laughs> Before we were boyfriending girlfriend, but I was in a circle of guys in the hallway at the hotel, and I was like, "This is how you twerk." And at any point in time, they could have like threw me in one of their rooms. And Elena and Helen came in, and they saw me, and they were like, "Tamara, come with us. She's done. You guys, say bye."
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that was my baby. That reminds me of most of my trips with Kyle Klingman. He's like out in the hallway twerking, so I I understand. I'm like, Kyle, knock it off. Like, you're going to get us in trouble. Um, (laughs) It's going to be bad. It's
2: it's funny because that next day, Helen said, if I'm so eager to twerk, why don't I um, dance to uh, one of my favorite songs at the time? And it was a Sierra song. And I did this whole choreographed uh, skit for her. And (laughs) by the time I had showed it to her, it, it was awesome. I had my knee pads, I was sliding all on the floor, and it was fantastic. But um, yeah, it was, I definitely loved dancing. And yeah, that, that, that was a part of my trip that really
0: stood out to me. And it was really fun. That was, that was my first international trip. Yeah. I also, I like that when you, you held on the back of somebody on the scooter, you like, you gripped like you were trying to gut wrench them. You like, it wasn't like I always held on. You it gotta hang like, on. <laughs> yeah. He was or a Greco probably.
2: wrestler, he understood
0: hundred percent. Um, okay. That's great. Um, what, when do you first remember watching the Olympics? Whether or not, you know, you had even started wrestling or you were just a little kid and it was gymnastics and track and swimming or whatever. But like, do you remember the, when you first started watching the Olympics and, and do you remember seeing women's wrestling, whether or not you were a wrestler yet?
2: I was a wrestler. I was doing a summer camp with, I don't even remember, but I, it was back in Texas in Sugar Land. And it was early morning and we were watching the 2012 Olympic Games. And it was somebody who was a replacement for someone else. And I remember watching and going, I want to do that. That looks so cool. And I remember my coach in the background saying, What is she doing? She's not wrestling like herself. And I wanted to never have anybody yell like that at the screen for me. So um I remember that and I I don't remember any names, but I just remember being there and just being in that atmosphere and feeling those feelings and just sitting in the dark, just
0: looking at somebody who I could be on the screen. I believe that was Allie Bernard. Does that sound does that sound right? That does sound familiar. Okay. Now, I know you didn't, you won the 2016 trials, you didn't get to compete at the Olympics, but in that moment in 2012, watching, watching the Olympics and Alley and don't, don't, whatever, you're not being yourself. Could you have imagined four years later, you would win the Olympic trials? Did that even seem realistic? Or that six, eight, nine years later, you could win the dang Olympics?
2: Honestly, I, I couldn't tell you because I've always thought about it, but I never exactly knew when I would make the team and eventually win the gold. But I just, I, I bottled those feelings and just looked at how people would react to certain things and just go, okay, don't don't let anybody say that about you or make sure you're doing this right. Don't want to feel that ever again.
0: Oh, I I know. I'm not entirely sure how to answer it. Fair enough. Um, I guess to, to fast forward to 2016. It, talk about that experience of of winning the trials and then the ups and downs uh, that that would ensue.
2: Ah, oh, man, winning, 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 winning those 2016 trials was positively amazing. I was extremely ecstatic that I had won, and as soon as I got off the mat, interviewers came up to me and started saying, all right, now you're gonna go qualify the weight class. And I'm just dumbfounded, like, what do you mean I can qualify the weight class? What does that even mean? What are you talking about? And literally within that week, I was off to Mongolia or somewhere and, man, that was devastating. Uh, My head was not in it to win it. I wanted to win it, but at the same time, I was not in it to win it, to be honest.
0: But. What do you mean I was not in it to win it?
2: it? it, it, it was, I can remember my mindset. Every match that I that I had lost, uh, I was up like against Ukraine, not the same girl from this year, but a different one. I was up 6-0 and I kept doing the same moves and I was just being lax with it. Just going, all right, I've got her. I'm gonna do this. And I did the same move again instead of switching it up. And she pancakes me and I was just like, ah, this is it. I didn't even try with that move. Like, it's, it's hard to explain, but I just, I mean, I wasn't in it to win it. And at the same time, uh, when I was in this semifinals against Egypt, I could hear Rich Bender in the background yelling at me, just shoot. And I was like, nah, bro, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that could happen. And I would have won the match but she just kept bringing me up and standing me up instead of me staying in my stance. So feeling those feelings, like I said earlier, bottle it up, never wanna feel that again, never want anybody to say that again. And that brings us to today.
0: Well, it's funny, you missed a couple steps, right? Obviously there's, there's years in between, but you know, it's like, it was this progression from winning the trials to not going, to making the team not placing two coming close and getting a bronze two winning a goal to winning a goal um and and i and I, I believe we talked about this before but it seems like it was as much mindset or confidence maybe confidence and belief as, as anything like incrementally throughout those years is that fair
2: no that's 100% fair i
0: my coaches
2: terry steiner izzy have always told me and even my high school and college coaches uh, I've always heard it, you've got what it takes physically, like, you've got what it takes, like, you have been blessed, like, we cannot coach what you have. And I, I've been told that all the time, but at the same time, I had to believe it. And so seeing me fall short all those years, especially in 2018, when I took that bronze and I lost to, I lost in the semifinals, now nah, that still gets me, uh, but I beat her the next year. <laughs> but... um yeah, it's definitely fair to say that it, it was a lot of confidence and mental me- mental maneuvering and just being more confident in myself.
0: That's a great tagline, whatever you want to call it, mental maneuvering. Um, because ah. th- there's the sport is is so much mental and and you can have the physical gifts. You cannot have the physical gifts, but if you have the mental gift or maneuverability, you're going to do it. How did you maneuver in, the, in shifting into the right gear? And how tricky was that? Um,
2: it, it I mean, it was tricky because you, you saw me like, I won Olympic trials, but then I didn't place the next year at Worlds, then I did place uh, the next year and um, Terry Steiner, like he, man, he has said it best. Uh, after I had lost and I had my little temper tantrum away from everyone he had I guess he heard it and he had said do you see what you're feeling right now if you don't ever want to feel this again you need to bottle it up and use it and that has all that has stuck with me like like it it, it honestly has stuck with me and the next year I took the gold because I never want to feel I never want to feel that again and it didn't take me going to see um, a you know, a uh, sports psych to, to tell me that uh, it took somebody who sees me, who saw me every single day, to help me make that mental adjustment. So,
0: yeah, he definitely was super helpful.
1: Super, super helpful.
0: You know, I, I, if I remember correctly, you, you, you lost in 2017, and uh, Kyle, I think you might have been there. I, I can't remember or not, but um, you know, they every win or lose, everybody does a post tournament interview, and I remember you being like especially emotional and i think we even stopped and i, I tried to look for anything we put the interview up because like we you, you answered one or two questions and then just kind of it was you could tell you were hurting so we were just like let's just let her be and then scrap that. yeah and then 2018 right i guess my question is what was more painful 2017 or 2018
2: 2018. why definitely it was more painful because i knew i could have been in the final i knew i could have been in the final and it just goes back to 2016. i wasn't in it to win it we were like playing hand fights like she she was she was just saying stuff and i got caught up in what she wanted to do like how she wanted to wrestle and i wasn't being me and because i wasn't being myself it goes back to Me hearing or watching in 2012, why isn't she doing what she's supposed to? She's not being herself, and that's something that I had said that I never wanted anyone to say about me. And in 2018, semifinals, that's exactly what I did. I know a lot of people were yelling, "Why isn't she doing what she usually does?" And uh that I think that's why it hurt a lot, a lot more than 2017, and even in 2016, it it just it just hurt more because I knew I could have been in semifinals. So.
0: Let myself down. Sure. Did you say she was talking to you? And I think you're referring to 2018 semifinals.
2: Yeah, she was. She was speaking French, but she was. She was saying some words. She was like, "Come on, like, like, like looking at her hands, and I was like, "What do you? What do you mean? What are we doing? Let's wrestle!" If you go back and watch the match, there's a lot of stop and go. But she's a great wrestler. Like, what she? Uh, she had. I can't remember. I think she had, I think she actually had won that year or took second, but yeah, she was a good wrestler. She knew how to play me.
0: <laughs> and you learned though, right? Um,
2: I learned. Fool me
0: once. Shame on me. Uh, <laughs> well, it's fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Uh, to this year, Niketsugawa, right? You guys went out to this town, <gasps> village. I don't know. It, it seemingly, I, you know, I'm, all the social media. I see people post a lot of things. It seemed like a, a gorgeous place and really hospitable local people. What was the environment like? Um, how long were you guys there? What did you like about it?
2: Um, I like that they let me get to sing. I like that they let me sing every single day. I mean, they kicked me out of the lobby after like the third day and like stuck us in the basement to sing, but. <laughs> I still sing every day. And they were extremely hospitable. Like, I can they were they were incredible. They they called like they like literally like called out to our every need, said like, whatever you need, we got it. There was um, what's that thing with the bean bags and cornhole. Uh, cornhole, yeah. See, that's how often I say cornhole. They made <laughs> cornhole. They made a cornhole um platform for yeah. people. And all oh, somebody said was, Boy, I sure do wish I had some cornhole <laughs> the next day or like two days later. Whoop, there it is. And uh yeah, they, that's just like uh one testimony, but they they were extremely man, just, just so nice and so friendly. And I was so appreciative of the fact that they they were just they were in it to win it. They they made <laughs> sure like the they made us feel like Olympians and I freaking loved it. I loved being there. We were there for two weeks and it went by like that. I, man, I had fun every single day. Of course I wrestled, can't forget that.
0: On the side, (laughs) in between karaoke songs.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They were freaking amazing. Like, there are no what words to describe just how, like, hospitable they were because it, it was truly incredible. I, I had such a great time, and I would love to go back. Like, thanks, Nakatsagawa. Thanks. You guys are awesome.
0: You know, you, you uh, Nekatsugawa, when you guys are there, I know you guys have gone to, like, um, I believe you all went to Ramstein, right, prior to that, or that's just the men's freestyle. But you guys do acclimation camps before the other world championships, right? Oh yeah, my memory is. Regardless yeah. of where it was or, or what, I, I, what I'm trying to get at is the mental state of mind and 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 how you were nervous, loose, uh, didn't think about competition, were too wound up about competition. This baby's it's basically this whole quad, right? The the training camps or the the acclimation camps where you leave the United States and go somewhere to kind of get acclimated to the time zone change and train for a week or two. How was your experience at this? compared to the other years, right? And I'm talking about emotions and how you feel and, and mental preparation. The wrestling's the wrestling, right? You're gonna train and get your workouts in, get your weight down. But how you are upstairs between the ears is probably as if not more important. So how was this time compared to years past?
2: Um, it was pretty similar to 2019, except I was, um, I mean, I was just as focused, but I feel like I had a lot more fun. Uh, this year, because I I made it so I I brought my video games, my karaoke machine, because I remembered how I was in 2019, where I was trying to make fun, like make make fun out of nothing, and I'd ask people like, hey, do you want to play a game? Hey, do you do you want to do anything? Like I, I need to I need to get out of my head, and it was it was pretty difficult to figure out how to create that fun in 2019, and so uh, my coach. Uh, Izzy, who's, whose name is like Russian, it's like, what, Vlad Slav <laughs> um He had told me, all right, Tamara, this year, we're gonna make fun for ourselves. First thing you're gonna pack, your Xbox, <laughs> your karaoke machine, and your Switch. And I had no problem with that. So um, it was definitely different. And then the year before, 20, or not year before, but a few years before 2018, I was a nervous wreck, like it, it, man. I, I wasn't as confident in myself as I was in 2019 where I was like, no one's gonna stop me. I'm getting what I came for. In 2018, I was like, oh, it is what it is, right? So um, I definitely, I wouldn't say like my, I mean, yeah, my confidence has grown, but at the same time, I've just started to enjoy the journey more and more and more and just be more appreciative of where I'm at.
0: You're in it to win it this year. In it to win it. <laughs> All right. So you you spend the two weeks singing your brains out in the Katsugao and wrestling on the side and <laughs> making sure you're, you're, you know, physically and mentally where you need to be. Uh, you, you make your way to Tokyo and the draws come out. And I don't know, I mean, it's impossible not to kind of just at least glance at the brackets and see, right, whether or not you, like, map your way to the finals. You kind of just you see who's where and you know, kind of how it's going to go. And you've got like, you've got, uh, I think she was, yeah. Dosho first rounds, who was a 2017 world champion, 2016, Olympian Olympic champ. Right. Um, yep. and then you have the, the woman from China, Zhou, I think second round. Who's, who's you've had battles with, or maybe she even beat you once. Like, like, what do you think? Are you just like, I got this. I'm gonna smash them all, Or is there a, a hint of like, Oh God, this is not a great draw. So
2: um, interesting question and the way I would respond is, I do not look at my draws the okay. night before or even throughout the entire tournament. I do not want to know who I have, but something told me to ask uh, my coach Izzy when I was trying to cut weight uh, the, day before my, the day before my weigh-ins and we were on a run together, hella hot Japan, and i asked him i was like i know i said i don't care to know but i have sarah dosho don't i and he looked at me he goes why and i'm like because you're you're acting a little weird and he had said yeah you got her but it's okay you also got her when they did the draws they were praying that that you that nobody would draw you first and when they had said all right first draw Mensa stock against sarah dosho. The, uh, the Japanese the Japanese people in the back of them just went ah oh! that's what he had told me and I, I thought it was funny but um, that's the only person that I knew who I was going to be wrestling against uh, leading up to all my matches it was the only person I knew and um, when it came to Zhao when I saw that I had her I thought to myself she's already beaten me twice I have yet to beat her. I'm taking her down this time, and she's not gonna have any more control over me or any say over the fact that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna win this. So that was my mentality again, 2019, in it to win it. Let go, let God. This is my time. So um, I'm not I'm not a person that like maps my way out to the finals. I'm just like, and it's interesting, my semifinals. I didn't know who I wrestled until I was on the podium. I looked at her cause they said it was Ukraine, but I didn't know who it was going to be. And when I got on the podium, I looked at her and I went, oh my gosh, that was you I wrestled? Cause I can't see. So I'm not looking at any faces on the mat. So they can be staring me down. And all I'm doing is looking at the hips and the feet barely. Cause I can't see. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Couple things which one to go? Okay, we'll start with one. when did you, you don't even know who you wrestled in the semis till after the semis, which is crazy, but I get it. You're blind as a bat. But uh, you know, you, you didn't know you had show but you just kind of had you, you got a hunch is he was acting funny or something. So you got it out of him. At what point do you know China's next? Is it as you're walking up the stairs and you see the Chinese singlet? Or is it like, a- after you beat dosho, they're like, Alright, you got China next?
2: Nope, it was and I was walking up the stairs, everyone was walking up the stairs or not walking up the stairs uh, in Walk- the
0: room because in the tunnel, they, or- put,
2: yeah. us- they put us next to each not next to each other, but they put us in the same room together.
0: Yeah. And
2: I think I heard them speaking, you know, in their-, their language. And I was like, ah, I think this was out. But I- at the same time, I didn't care. I had my headphones on when I took them off. That's when I figured it out. But I truly, truly saw them when I was walking up the, walking up to go wrestle. And that's, that's how I prefer it. it. It doesn't matter who I'm going up against. I'm going to do me and you can try to stop me. But at the same time, I'm st- it's, it's gonna be hard because I, I wanna win.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we talked the first second, we, the third round you didn't know who your semifinal opponent was till after you wrestled her, which is wild. But you have no. a whole night and a next day before the finals, right? Yes. And probably in an interview right, exactly. or two right after you went in the semis. Did did you know who you were going to wrestle in the finals before?
2: Before sure. the finals? Yeah. She was screaming after she had won and their their entire team was just like, yeah. And yeah, I was like, okay, cool. I'm wrestling blessing. <laughs> but that was one that, uh, oh, and this is why I don't like knowing who I'm gonna wrestle in the finals, because that entire day, the next day before finals, I was crawling up the walls going, ah, I don't know what's gonna happen. Is she gonna beat me? What's gonna happen? Ah! And that's when me and uh, Maya Nelson had made a TikTok. When I was like, when I was trying to lose weight, I, I finished doing my my workout, and I was like, "Maya, can we do a TikTok together, please? Can we dance?" And she was like, "Sure, okay, let's dance." And so we, we made a TikTok, and it made me very, very happy, and it distracted me for a little bit, for a little bit.
0: Anything to take the edge off, to calm the nerves, and yeah,
2: anything. And then I went to go watch The Walking Dead, and she was in the room with me, and yeah, it was. It was great. Watch some people chop off zombie heads. That put some fire in my belly. <laughs>
0: uh, and I, I saw your post match, you know, uh, interview. They said, "Did you know? Did your wildest dream? Did you ever think you could win the Olympics?" And you're like, "Yeah, I, I, yes, of course." I don't know. And whenever you started dreaming or thinking about wanting, literally wanting to win the Olympics and that, making that a goal, some people do visualization. They they try to put themselves in that position, walking out to the mat, stepping up on it, wrestling somebody. How did it, that? those exact things, right? The the walk to the mat, the walking up the mat. I know there's no fans, so that's a whole different thing in and of itself. But being in the moment, like, do you have time to stop and be like, I'm wrestling for the gold medal? Or is it all just like business, hips, feet, hips, feet?
2: A little bit of both. But at the same time, I had to not focus on the fact that I was going for that gold medal because I put I put gold medal matches on a podium sometimes, which makes me a little bit more nervous, which closes me off in my wrestling. And so I had to just go, all right, this is the first match of the day <laughs> and just wrestle accordingly. And I, I think that honestly helps me personally. I don't know about other people, maybe someone is like me, but it, it's just taking this match and just going, all right, you're wrestling. You do this all the time. And then it hit me when I was done, when my coaches were giving me the flag to, to go around the mat. That's when it truly got me. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm holding the flag again. Oh my gosh, I'm an Olympic gold medalist. Holy crow. So that's, that, that's, I think that's when it had set in. But at the same time, I'm
0: not. I don't. I don't want to focus on the fact that ah, this is the gold medal. Just just go out there and wrestle. It seems like a a tactic that works very well for you. So and, and hats off obviously for getting the job done. Now, winning the gold medal is what everybody wants. You it's what you set out to do, and you accomplished it. So you're happy about that, I'm sure. The performance itself, four matches. If you go back and think about them, not winning, right? But just the the straight up wrestling itself. How do you feel about the performance? performances, however you want to categorize it.
2: I feel really good. Uh, I can't believe I wrestled the way I wrestled. I, I, I honestly, God was wrestling through me, especially for the first two matches. I, I, I don't even know how I did that, but I scared myself when I went back and I um, watched the video for the first two matches. I'm like, why don't I always wrestle like that? And then the second match, or not second match, the third match, I felt like I wrestled incredibly smart as well. When she had I know she scored on me, yes, that it's is so true. Cool. Can't get I didn't go unscathed, which is perfectly fine. But the fact that I was able to like renegotiate in my head and go, okay, it's fine. We're we're not we got scored on, but it's cool. Let's, let's try to get out of this. And then I got caught in a trapped arm gut. Oh, I remember, um, I don't remember who had told me, but somebody had said, when it comes to getting out of laces, sometimes you have to let the, the first one happen because you can't get out. But you also get out after that first one is complete. And in that moment, I went, this is the same situation, I'm stuck just let it happen. So I let it happen. Then I got my arm out. And I, I, I gave myself a little applause in my head. And I was like, Alright, when you get up, you are you are taking her out. And I think I think when she tried to gut me again, I think I actually had got on her and was trying to pin her. I haven't rewatched that match. But um, I I feel like I wrestled pretty smart, regardless of winning or losing. I, yeah. I felt like I wrestled incredibly well is ah! <laughs> that's, awesome.
0: that's amazing that you made you made this connection that somebody told you I don't know, days weeks or months ago about just you stuck let the first one go and get out on the second and you applied it to you know the lace to the trapped on do are you typically do thoughts cross your mind when you look back like do you, do you remember thoughts crossing your mind during matches or in general, does that happen, or is it more like just a stream of consciousness of just things that happen?
2: There's
0: uh, maybe stream of unconsciousness. Say again.
2: It, it it definitely happens in general. I find myself um, when I'm not focused on the match, or yeah, if I'm not focused on the match, I find myself going, "Oh, her nails are cute," or "Oh, did she just do that?" <laughs> things like that, and I have to refocus and go, "Like, oh my god." Focus, focus, focus. Pressing <laughs> in the so, Olympics. I know, it's terrible. I don't, I, I'm not gonna say that I have ADHD, but I will say it takes a lot to bring me back. But that's what all that practice from 2016 to now has helped uh, has helped me with is just refocusing. But um, yeah, it definitely, oof, it definitely, it def- yeah, th- thoughts definitely pass my mind and I don't know how or why I remembered that specific thought of just letting it happen, but I, want, I, can't, I wish I could remember who told me that.
0: Ugh.
2: But it was super helpful. All
0: right, well, I think that one through. I don't need an answer now, but at some point I want, an, I want you to figure out who, who told you that advice, because that's, that's actually really good advice, and the fact, like I said, that you, you could apply it to another scenario is incredible. Um, Okay, so you're, um, maybe someone would call you emotional, uh, you wear your heart on your sleeve, we'll put it that way, right? You're very like, you don't just keep it all inside. Um, and you have a tendency to cry, right? You, win, lose, big moments, I'm not making fun of you here, I'm like just talking to who you are. Um, I don't know, can you describe, probably not how you feel a- after such a big win or loss to where you're, you're it's on, you can't control it. It's just like coming out literally of your face.
2: Yeah, I, I 100% can, because I honestly feel like this is how my surge of emotions felt. Pretend you are at Niagara Falls and you decide to walk right underneath the falls and you are hit with like gallons and get like tons of gallons of water just crushing you, that is how my emotions felt. It, it just hit me. Like I, I stepped, I see the waterfall, I'm like, cool. As soon as I step in, <laughs> that's, that's that's honestly how it felt. And I mean, it's an, it was an incredible feeling because I, I made it out on top and, oh man, everything just hit me. Just five years of hard work and dedication, day in and day out and man, it, that, that's the description.
0: Way better description than I was imagining you were gonna give. Like that was. <laughs> I, were you
2: thinking I was gonna give. I don't
0: know, but I did, I just assumed you were gonna be like I can't really describe it. That's what I thought you were gonna say, or, or something like I don't know. It's just I can't tell you how I feel, but you just like, okay, I can't can't turn it off. It just.
2: How about this? How about this? This is how I felt. I've got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, baby <laughs> man. I turn it on.
0: No, I'm kidding. no I, yeah, I know you. Is that is that a karaoke? Did you karaoke to that one? I did not. Okay. <laughs> well, I you know I, I, I just loved know that. it very well. I does, add that to my does the karaoke machine? It has the words though, right? Or do you have to know it, the words? No,
2: it doesn't. So hmm. it's a portable machine, like a speaker, and it has two mics that are wireless, but they connect to each other. Or with yeah to the speaker, and all I have to do is put
0: YouTube on the screen and just go with it. You find the YouTube version, okay, okay. I'm feeling you now. Yep. I'm feeling you. Because okay. to be
2: portable. I can't have a, a big old screen and like tote that sucker.
0: <laughs> you like check an extra four bags just to get your machine overseas? No, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be <laughs> ideal. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. You want a boatload of money, which is hey, awesome, congrats. Um, and I, I know the story's been told, but you were going to buy a food truck, and then they just like gave a food truck to your for your mom. I guess I don't know the backstory is where I'm going with this, though. Did she have a food truck at some point, or she just wanted one, or what's what's the she, story on that? All right.
2: So um, when me and my twin went to college, my oh my mom's always been a CNA, but uh, she bought a pit on wheels and she would lug that around on the back of her vehicle and she'd sell food or, or she sell the barbecue because it was something that she found joy, like she joy out of. She always loved cooking. She cooks incredibly well. Like, oh my gosh, I, I'm, I tried to be like her but fell miserably. Uh, she, did, she got mad at me a lot in high school for experimenting. <laughs> But she called it. She said, "Don't be experimenting on family." I'm like, I'm sorry, I just want to be a good cook like you, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we went to college, and yeah, so she she would sell, she would sell all over town. But while she sold, she would she'd have run in with the police, like like she sold it illegally, and every time there was always something that. Um, that would just get her in trouble. It put her in a deficit with money. Like it, it just like the food was great. People loved it, and she always had returning customers. But financially, it wasn't it wasn't um, lucrative for her. And so I told her, "Mommy, I love that this is your dream. I'm I'm going for my dream. But can you please, 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 please wait till I go to the Olympics." I win that gold medal, and I help you get a food truck." And she was happy about it. <laughs> she still kept doing it <laughs> because it was taking a really long time. So that's kind of the backstory. story. She, um, she has some illegal run-ins, and I told her, I promised her I would get her a food truck, and somebody Somebody is doing more than I ever thought that I could do. Because First of all, I don't have a background in making food trucks, so I was just going to go find a used one. But she is getting a brand new one, and they're helping her with all the safety stuff and the legal paperwork, like permits. everything. that, Like, yeah, permits, all of it. And, oh my gosh, God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. I was not expecting that, and, in my wildest dreams, I was not expecting that. Me winning the gold, I was like, yeah, I've been working hard for this, but her getting a food truck of her dreams, no. no. <laughs> that that caught me off guard, and I think I cried hysterically when I actually saw the video. Maya, Maya, was, Maya Nelson was like on my belly, like laying down on her mm-hmm. phone, and I was on the phone with my twin sister, and I was, you know, multitasking when I saw the video. I just started crying. And both of them were like, what's wrong? What's wrong? You could like, ah! ah! cry. <laughs> so cruising kitchens, uh, they are making my mom's dream possible. And
0: yeah, that's, that's, that's a little bit of backstory. Yeah, that's that is the backstory. I love it. Um, Texas barbecue can't beat it. Uh, brisket's big. I'm a pulled pork kind of guy. But you know, what i'll take whatever she's, she's gonna
2: got. be making she's gonna be making a lot She because i'm a pescatarian so she has to make stuff for me so there's gonna be uh, a lot of vegan stuff that way i can eat it as well and she wants to make african food too so political finest is what we finally figured out the name is going to be after like four different <laughs> four different names
0: what was the worst name The i don't think
2: Okay, all right, maybe there was a I I thought it was the best name. But
0: well, I've assumed that one you came up with was the best, but maybe there's a better one.
2: I, Ladybug, because she used to have a red truck with, um, that she pulled her uh, the pit behind. And so people would be like, Ladybug is here! Ladybug is here! And I thought that would be the perfect name because she had a red truck. But now she don't have that red truck no more. White, it's a white vehicle, so. She wanted to go with P. Lickle's finest, and that's a name that her grandma had gave her. And yeah, she, she wants to she wants to pay
0: tribute to her grandma, which I totally understand. Because I want to pay tribute to my mom. And you did. You know, I'm thinking I'm you know just not making an offer because I can't do that. But I think it'd be cool to have you come wrestle on another flow card at some time. Your mom drives a truck up from Houston to Austin. We have a little barbecue the day before, maybe day after. Everybody's made weight and it's over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just thinking out loud here. That
2: would be super cool.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of food trucks up, down here in Austin. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tons everywhere, everywhere. Okay, back to wrestling. So you're, 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 you're getting right back at it. Right. Two, what are we? Two month and a half? Two months? uh Oslo. It's like, yeah. Why not? Try to win two golds in two months. Was, right. Was never even a thought, really, huh? Like, it was like, I'm in. Duh i to build that legacy. <laughs> How old are you, Tamara? How old do you think I am?
2: 20, 21. peter
0: I'm 25. I don't know. How old are you?
2: 28. 28. I'm 30. You know,
0: 28. I, I didn't really quality. think you were 20. 90. I thought you were 25 or 26.
2: I, someone said I was 19 just I, this weekend.
0: I knew you weren't 19.
2: I, I I was offended. <laughs> I, was, I was offended. They took away a
0: whole college degree from me. That's tough. Um, I mean, had you not won, I mean, it seems like, of course, you were going to medal. But even if you hadn't, if whatever happened aside from injury, would you have still gone to Oslo? Definitely 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 like, I'm going
2: 100 yeah, yeah. percent yeah aside from injury like I already had said um, me and Kyle snyder actually discussed it he was like hey Tamir are you gonna be going to Oslo like for sure why not he's like why not keep resting like why not
1: <laughs> let's
0: go let's go and
2: this is like before the competition
0: what was it like in this team you you know four medals um outstanding performance w- were most of the women loose like you did you guys feed off of each other I guess I'm talking about nikatsegawa and well, I don't even know. Did did you like ratchet in the? I don't want to call it focus because I'm sure you were focused, but are you still as loosey goosey and and everything, or is it like as you get closer to competition, you kind of serious it up a little bit? Ah, uh,
2: if uh I mean, I did tell you the day before competition, I
0: made a TikTok. I was dancing, right? <laughs> so. Okay, what well, silly question here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like ah. <laughs> just being me up until i get on that mat right
2: yeah <laughs> What about the other like switch. i
0: love it i love it did you guys feed off of <laughs> each you, other did you feed that energy off of each other and, and like are, i or some girls a little bit more um some women a little bit more dialed not, not that you're not dialed in but some people just have to get the serious mode to get to their best right and maybe earlier some people are like i just need to focus and be ready
2: yeah well so it was weird for this olympics because we were all spread out so i didn't really get to see um people's regiments but from past past tournaments everyone just has their headphones in and their focus, which i am too like 20 minutes up until my match of course i have my my routine that i do to get myself there because if it's because if i don't do it i, I might get flustered and sure. um maya was definitely super helpful in that and making sure nobody like bothered me and got like got in my head but um from what like seeing adeline uh we laughed a little before before i had to wrestle but mm-hmm. i honestly couldn't tell you like how serious or non-serious other people are. I do know Kayla loves joking. I do know that. Like Kayla yeah. is definitely someone I can go have fun with if, if I need to. But I don't know how she is, you know, matches before her actual match. Especially since we were all spread out.
0: Love it. Um, well, Tamir, we've been, time has been flying. Jeez, it feels like we just started, but um, I got a couple other guys here. It's, don't worry, it's not 10 o'clock yet. Um, I told you we'd be done before 10 tonight. Uh, I do want to let these other guys ask some questions. We got Rich, the intern. Rich is in the back. He's been waiting patiently. He's been here all summer kicking butt, doing good work. And uh, he, watched the, he watched the Olympics, and I'm sure he saw you in gold, and I'm sure he's been watching you for a while. But uh, we're going to let Rich ask a few questions. And um, whenever you're ready, Rich, I'll let it rip.
3: Yeah, well, first and foremost, congratulations again on the dominee. Can she hear me good okay okay uh well first and foremost congratulations again on that dominating performance the gold
2: thank you uh
3: a couple of quick questions for you coming from texas representing texas there's only been about a a few individuals that have gone on to have a, a ton of success outside of the state What's it been like for you to represent Texas, and where do you see wrestling in Texas on bo- both ends, boys and girls, going?
2: So it, man, it, it means a lot because there have only been two other people that have been able to represent Texas on the Olympic level that, that I'm aware of. That, don't, don't quote me, but that, that I'm aware of. and. It's great to be one of those, one of the one of the few to go out there represent my country, and also be from Texas. And where I see wrestling uh, going in Texas is it's just going to get bigger. We already have two state division championships. What I mean by that is I think it's like 4A and 5A. Every single weight class, men and women, they get to have two state champions. When I like when I graduated in 2011, and uh, prior to that, there was only one. So it's it's wrestling in Texas is already extremely big, and I can't imagine I can't imagine there being three state champions. But they I don't know they they might end up doing doing it that way. But Texas on its own without my help has already been growing women's wrestling and men's wrestling, and I hope. D1 colleges will see that and get some programs. Mm-hmm. Hoping because all these kids are wrestling and they're leaving the state for the most part. They're they're wanting to go to D1 schools and so I hope Texas, you know, brings in the D1 programs.
3: Right on, right on. One of the one of the bigger stories that's been talked about a lot since you won your gold is how you're the first black woman to win an Olympic gold medal. There's been a lot of wrestlers that have paved the way before you but specifically in the United States to Carl Montgomery and Randy Miller. When's the first time that you were made aware of them? And have you had like conversations with them going into the Olympics or post Olympics?
2: So ooh, <laughs> <laughs> the first time I was aware of Randy Miller was in a practice room where I felt like she just kept bulldozing me. That woman is an extremely hard worker and an even harder opponent to wrestle when you are competing against her. And I know this from experience. She is, man, that one is lethal. <laughs> and uh, so I, I know I know Randy Miller. And then Takara Montgomery, I first heard of her when I went to Wayland Baptist and uh, she was a coach at uh nope can't remember i think it was like a purple nope sorry (laughs) but i knew she was a i i knew she was a coach when i had first started but um i didn't really have a lot of conversations with takara montgomery i just i was i was kind of intimidated because she was such a bad i didn't really want to talk to her and i was intimidated by randy miller but i had I, i had to talk to her and i I love everything about her. Like she's an incredible person, and I actually talked to her uh, post games. And I had, uh, well, she told me congratulations, and I had thanked her for how how she wrestled me throughout the years. Because had it not been for her, I wouldn't have been able to realize how much I needed to grow from people who had a different style than me like you see me and randy miller styles they're completely different she's like head on and really aggressive and a go-getter and i'm like get away from me ah, move <laughs> trying to duck everything and to wrestle randy miller as often as i did i think i had wrestled her four times through throughout the years and uh she just helped me grow as a wrestler and i had thanked her and she had said stop you're gonna make me cry um, I'm I'm like in front of people right now, and I just told her. Well, I just want to let you know that you definitely helped me grow as a wrestler. And um, she asked me if I could send her a poster, a signed poster for her and her mom. And I'll get that to you, Randy. I'm sorry. I'll get that to you. <laughs> Farewell. I just been busy. If I leave my house, I don't I don't want to do any interviews on the road because I feel like that's rude. So I have to. I feel like I'm being a hermit. But me and my husband, we're gonna go to the post office soon. We keep saying it every day, eventually it'll happen.
3: Eventually. Uh, I have one final question for you, kind of going more towards this theme of, you know, the representation and all that. I got to talk to Jasmine Robinson at Fargo and a question was asked about whether or not she knew you. Um, I think she said she did. I Guess about your face, you're not too familiar with her.
2: (laughs) If you gave me a face, that would be great because I, I am almost great with faces, but I'm terrible <laughs> at names. So you can you can ask anybody. I called Rich Bender, our trainer, one time. <laughs> he wasn't. Was. So ever, ever since then, he said, "Hey, do you need need taping? Do you need anything taped?" So I'm not the best of names. names. <laughs> she's a she's
3: a young wrestler from Dallas, but I guess the que- the question. I, I could ask would be what What do you feel like you do for for young women wrestlers that are coming up now
2: i what i feel like i do for them Hmm. i mean i've always prayed that i could be someone that young women and men can look up to and go wow look at that girl she's a little weird and she's dorky and she's always happy all the time. But look how she wrestles. She's so focused and she's so determined to win. And and it and it works for her. I I love this and I, I love the role model she is. And I wanna try to gear my my lifestyle and any anything towards the way she does what she does. So I I guess long story short, I I pray that I am a great role model for the use
0: of tomorrow and today and even yesterday.
2: <laughs>
0: all right. Thank you. What dorky weird and happy all the time. I, I got bless you. Tamara, God bless you. You're, <laughs> you're a gem. Um, rich. Thanks for those questions. We got, we got one more segment. If you can hold tight for a second and then we'll let you move on with your dates Tamara. but we got this last one called sweating it out. Um, and Kyle Klingman is going to try to make you sweat. I've already been sweating this whole time. Me too, so I'm okay. So it's not just me. Yeah, five <laughs> questions. It's going to be a little
1: tougher than the Olympics because you're have like four matches. We got five questions, more like the <laughs> world championships. It's going to be like a random draw because we don't know what the toughest question is going to be and where. So if you're ready, are you ready to sweat it out?
0: Can you hear Kyle? We may have lost it. We got – she may be having a notification on the phone and – Sometimes that makes it. No,
2: tough. I, I accidentally muted it and then I couldn't <laughs> unmute it.
0: <laughs> all
1: right, got five first questions. Question. Yeah, first question. Uh, I tried this before, but what's the what's the key to making the heart? Like I I tried, it's never as good as yours. Like do you practice it? Hey, I can't do that. What's the art to doing that?
2: Um, make all your nails touch.
1: Yeah, mine is anywhere. All good your
2: thumbs as you is, is it close your hands. <laughs> I
0: mean oh, but your <laughs> thumbnail your thumbnails don't touch. Just your four fingers. No, nails. but
2: not your thumbnails. Just your,
0: just no, your nails. You, you go below the chin. Right around I'm getting better. No, I need some. <laughs> as good as I don't
2: I've seen do this.
0: <laughs> no, I feel like an idiot. Okay, I'm gonna stop.
2: No! Right. I don't know. I practiced it since I was little, like it's just something that I thought was really fun to always do. You know, Pete, I do peace sign. I go
1: love. I like it. Yeah. That's- good explanation. That good. Yeah, good. Yeah. That, that answers. It. Yeah, look, Mark's got it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Mark's got it. <laughs> Second question. It's great. All right, <laughs> number two. You don't like tight spaces, like, yet you like hugs. How does that make sense?
2: Wait, I don't like what?
1: Tight spaces
2: oh yeah but I like hugs um yeah. I don't know I think hugs are nice like don't when you get a hug from a person especially like 10 seconds or more doesn't that make you feel
1: good of course it does I, I'm waiting for that from Mark though he refuses to go the 10 second mark yeah, about four or five well, gets if, you with might, Kyle.
2: if you wait a little do a little pat on the back And just brace them like this, then they have nowhere
0: to go. That part I like. (laughs) When Kyle pats me on the back, he's like a full foot taller than I am. So I feel like he's like trying to, you know, oh, baby. Like, I don't like that.
1: (laughs) I like it. I like it. Number three What town in Nebraska has an annual remailing program where thousands of pieces of mail are sent to the local post office so they can be stamped with a special February 14th postmark? What?
0: God, you've asked some uh, random questions on this show. Uh, no comment. What the, f-
1: uh, go ahead. It's Valentine, Nebraska. Uh, I mean, come on, the heart, it's not uh, random. The, I was like, how does, now I get it. It took me a second. The heart, Valentine, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: I love that. I'm like, this is a, <laughs> this is a question for Jordan Burroughs. He knows more about Nebraska than me.
1: Uh, you can send it in there, and then Valentine stamps it with a Valentine. So I figure with the heart that you're doing, it fit right in with we'll that. Keep that
0: in mind for February of next year. Yeah, Aww, sure.
1: this is... <laughs> All right. Number four. You kind of did this, but will you sing at least one verse from a song that you like to karaoke? Oh. Oh, I mean, yeah. How
2: about this? How about this? Why don't you give me a song? Because it might it might be easier.
0: (laughs) Ooh, she spun it around
1: on you, Kyle. I like that. All right, CNC Music Factory gonna make you sweat. Next, (laughs) come on. (laughs) I don't know. What what kind of music do you like?
2: Oh, pretty much all of them. I I like to
1: except for the one. Give me something
2: Disney. How about that?
1: Ooh. Uh, the Aladdin theme.
2: Okay. <clears throat> oh my gosh, I'm brain farting.
0: Yeah, it's tough sometimes.
2: What, it's called, okay, it's Aladdin and it's on a magic carpet ride. Oh my gosh, I'm brain farting. I can show
0: you the world. Yeah. show you the world. Good call, yes! Rich
2: take you wander by wander, thank you rich over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride a whole new world a new fantastic point of view no one to tell us no or where to go Oh, say we're only dreaming a whole new world. That's the female part. Mm-hmm. Desiring place, I'm never. All right, I'm done. Sometimes i sing both parts.
1: That was <laughs> awesome.
0: Fantastic. Yes.
2: Fantastic. Uh, karaoke's so fun. <laughs> Me and my husband love doing it a lot. Thank you for that.
0: No,
1: thank you. Tell. That's great. And thank then you, uh, final question final question if you both made 68 kilograms could you beat women's national team coach terry steiner in a match
2: he's a guy
1: he's making 68 kilos though he's, he's like gotta make 65
0: weight. years old not really 65. But... he <laughs> might be 50 though He's
2: probably
0: 50 close I to it, telling me to it <laughs> it's, it's, it's on the internet it's going to be there I forever. I
2: old all the time. Um if if we made weight, he definitely would win.
0: Mm.
2: Oh wait, I take that back. Is it is this like when in his prime time or today.
0: now? Today? What's today. Today. Today.
2: I think I could win. Cuz he I mean. he he has he has bad knees and I get him on that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's great that's great well you're a world champion in this game you're out congratulations
2: thank you thank you guys
0: for all your questions and for having me too yeah was fun thank thank you for joining us and i think this i think this is the you know we've been doing this show a year year and a half and i think this is the first time we've ever had a, a live performance musical performance so you broke new ground yet again tamara yay Although, Kyle, I think we should keep this segment and whoever's, you know, we have next week, have them sing a verse. And Rich will be back there queuing them up with the lyrics and <laughs> it'll be all kinds of fun. Yeah. yeah
2: thank you, Rich. Oh,
0: my gosh. Rich, thank you. I was like, uh, <laughs> anytime. All right. Well, Tamira, I appreciate the time. Uh, congrats on all the success and continued success. And best of luck with uh, finding an agent, and kicking butt, and, and we'll see you out in Oslo. Yeah,
2: see you
0: guys. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You guys too. I All right, guys. That was a fun one. We knew it was gonna be and it delivered. Uh she always does. Uh she's she's got a huge personality and she's so much fun, and she's a freaking Olympic champion. So um Tamir Mensa Stock, thanks so much for joining us for Rich and Kyle. I'm Mark. We will see you guys next time. Thanks so much. Adios you